What's up, guys? This is Cannon Brown from the podcast called The Show. Don't worry, you're still listening to The Keeper Pin, but I wanted to quickly tell you about the three other podcasts in the Barra Media Podcast Network. We have Legendary Mindset with Jake P. Richardson, Cattle Pros with Jake Scott, Mind called The Show with Cannon Brown, and of course, the one you're listening to now and my personal favorite, The Keeper Pin with Maddie Caldwell and Jenna Wheeler. Check out any of these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, and join the growing community of over 40,000 livestock enthusiasts who listen to us monthly. As we've mentioned in the previous couple of episodes, we want to give a huge shout out to the Stock Market Boutique. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook, maybe. I'm not. I think. I would say so. So anyhow, so go ahead and search them on your favorite social media platform. Get on their website. Use code TKP10 to get 10% off. They've got all sorts of things to offer from jeans all the way to your favorite Dojo 7s, t-shirts, graphic tees. I love the striped flares that they had. I was just looking at those. They are so cute because those are in, you know, to be different. I think they have different colors as well. It looks like they come in rust and in ivory with blue. So check those out. Those are one of our favorite items right now. Yeah, they're cute. And flare jeans make your legs look so good, girls. So good. So don't be a loser. Shop the stock market. I don't even know how to remotely start a podcast. I don't know how to start a conversation. (laughs) podcast. If I could be any celebrity, I'd be Will Winner. Please, for the love of God, if you're listening to this and you still tuck your jeans and your boots, reach down. Pull those bad boys out, all right? We're done with that. We're done with that. I am 97 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Next! I should have brought my recorder. I could have played Hot Cross Buns. Is that illegal? <laughs> when our two moms listen to this podcast, they're going to be like... Yeah, our two moms. They're going to be super proud of us. Welcome <laughs> to the Keeper Pin. What's up, hookers? <laughs> Gutenthal, hookers. <laughs> is, that even, is that even a word? Or is that bless you in German? I Hold on. I'll look it up. How do you spell Gutenthal? I put Gutenthal. Oh, no, nothing is popping up. <laughs> yeah, I just made that word up. No, it's a legitimate word, but I don't think I used it in the right context. That's what, uh, um, yeah. Google, oh, Google Translate popped up. Gutenta. It's Gutenta or Guginta? I have no f- clue. Gutenta. I just like to say it. It means, Guginta means cut. Okay, so I'm not on the right track. All right. Well, anyway, welcome back. Um, you know, we apologize, or I apologize mostly for not um, getting an episode out on Wednesday. But to be 100% honest, I've been straight up going through it. My life's a little stressy. Um, and so last night, I just um, drank two bottles of $4 wine and made myself a cobbler. And that's on coping mechanisms. So, and, um, you know, if we're needing to throw in something happy, you guys would all be really proud of me. So I've 
I don't want to say I've depended on men, but I mean, I lived with seven guys in college. So whatever I needed, you know, done in the house, like technical, I just asked them, well, I moved in by myself. So I've had to be an independent woman. And I, oh my God, I can't think of a way to say this. <laughs> okay. Um, I, how do you, do you call it patching holes, filling holes? Drywall? Yeah, in the drywall from like where pictures used to be hanging. I did that. You patched so I, them? I filled them last night and then oh I sanded them down and then tonight I painted them and it looks amazing. I'm We love I'm a handy woman. Wow. I'm basically a carpenter. You are. So, um you guys would be so proud of me. I mean, I'm so proud of myself. So, Shout out. I would shout out to my dad, but he didn't teach me any of that shit. So shout no, out. I know Todd didn't. Yeah. Shout out to the YouTube video that I watched. So we love that. So if all else fails, you can work at Home Depot. Exactly. I that's, actually that's purchased promising. all of, yeah, I purchased all of my supplies at Home Depot. So I found them myself. I didn't have to ask where the aisle was either. So I will consider this whole project, project a success. Look at us. I mean, I learned how to make homemade cobbler. Um, mm -hmm. Except we're not going to talk about the grilled cheese that I actually burnt, like, fire alarm and all. Um, I bet that smelled good. Yeah, uh, it was really impressive. Uh, one side was just bread, and the other side was black. So, I mean, it's fine. Um, they actually just told me to go sit down and they didn't want their kitchen on fire because it wasn't at my house and they would just make it for me. So that's exciting. Life is going well. You know, sometimes that's just, it's got to happen. Mm -hmm. But that's what, you know, brings us to our topic for this week. Obviously, I like to refer to being sad from now on as being raw XD and I've been a very raw XD and I'm tired of it. So we're going to talk about something happy. We're going to talk about superstitions and cool moments like relating to showing and kind of incorporating God in our lives and, and showing. And um, I don't know, we both have some pretty cool stories about that, but we are two of the most superstitious people you will ever meet in your life. I think our families enjoy Oh, our families. It's actually, it's actually pathetic. Yeah, it was like bred into me to be superstitious. So I had no choice but no to choice. just let it happen. Like what was like, okay, you give some of your families and then I'll give some of mine. Cause I know that we have the same, like the hotel room, double digit. Yeah. So, um, my dad will like die to have a hotel room. And of course we don't ask for it, but in the chance that we show up to a hotel room and we're in a double digit hotel room, you know that shit's about to go so down. meaning so meaning like if you're in room 122 like you have two of the same right so it just has to have yeah like a double digit in it i didn't think that yeah anyways. i know um and then if it has double digits and a seven then that's like oh my god todd caldwell is gonna piss his, piss his pants at the front door so if it has like a seven, 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 he's going to die like right there at the door. So, you know, there's that. So that's one of ours that we have. And then I, my dad, 
and his pennies. Oh, and yeah. I know, I know this relates to Jenna, one of Jenna's favorite stories too, but my dad is obsessed with finding heads up pennies. If it's a heads down penny, screw it. He wants nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. but heads up pennies, he goes crazy over. So it doesn't matter if it's any of the animals that we're showing or his customers or whatever. If he finds a heads up penny on his way there or while he's at the show, game over. He mm-hmm. like, Yeah. So I think that's like two of the biggest ones that I can think of that like consistently. Yeah. Our, my family's favorite number is three. So if it has a three in it, your exhibitor number has a three in it. Um, that pretty much the double digit thing is like our deal too. like has to be now. And that's kind of our deal is just like the number three, anything that's like, a factor of three. That sounds so crazy, but it is. And then like, I had some serious superstitions before a judging contest. It actually is probably what caused most of my anxiety, but, um, you know what, whatever. So like before a judging contest, um, before, a workout, uh, before we get started, I feel like you should say a disclaimer that you are not a gross person, but the stories that you're about to tell sound disgusting. What? Oh yeah. Like they're actually like, I'm I'm a very clean person, but the amount that I would go to to make myself feel comfortable with my superstitions is actually very frightening. Like, people are going to re- listen to this and be like, Jenna, please go, like, talk to somebody and please, for the love of God, change your toothpaste bottle. Like, <laughs> please go fix your life. But, so basically, um if you don't know anything about livestock judging, you have like a little notebook that you take all your notes in, um, for a class or for all your classes and all your practices for the contest. Yada, yada, yada. Those have to be black. Like I cannot, will not judge with anything. who's not, it's not a black steno. Not only that, but I have to 50, which means get the class perfect. Um, when on the first page of the steno or else I throw it away. And then the writing utensil that I have to use is a orange or black pencil. That's it. And this is even like, like guys, you're literally going to say Jenna's psychotic. How the f- do you find a black pencil? Um, and these, like, I bought them in bulk from Sam's Club. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so not like, not only that, but the morning of a contest, I couldn't personally use one of my pencils. Someone had to give me one. Like little Tan Man, Tanner Ellison. He was on my team. That was like his duty. Like he was to buy the pencils for me and give me one. And he would like, I would have a good day if he gave me one. And that sounds literally like it, honestly, it's making my skin crawl saying that out loud because it would, it's, it's, it's very, very psychotic of me, but it's true. I'm very superstitious. And I know there's other people out there who are like that too. Um, And when it would come to my outfit, same pants, same shirt, every judging contest, never wore the same blazer ever have yet to repeat, repeat a blazer for a judging contest. Um, what else? I have to wake up before my alarm. So if my alarm was to set at five, I, I would try to wake myself up like about four fifty, and I couldn't hit snooze. If I hit snooze, I was going to have a bad day. Now this one's a little gross. Okay. But I had a toothpaste bottle or whatever you say, tube toothpaste, um, that I would like, I had to use the morning of 
the judging contest. Obviously, I had other toothpaste. Don't think I didn't brush my teeth in between the time. I'm not disgusting. But that was my contest morning toothpaste. We had a lot of contests, correct? We went to a lot of workouts. We had a lot of things going on. It got to the point where I had to cut this thing open and scrape the son of a bitch out to get toothpaste to brush my teeth. But it just made me feel better that I used it. So what else? At one point, wasn't there something about your underwear? Yeah. Oh, my lucky underwear. That was, yeah. that was what I was referring to earlier with the gross thing. That's oh, what I was yeah, I thought you were talking about, about the toothpaste because the toothpaste yeah. is kind of gross. Like it's like kind of move on. Oh yeah. Lucky underwear. Pair of Chevron Victoria's Secret underwear I've had since I was 12. I still have them. That's probably should get rid of them um, because I have bucked up since then. But any national showmanship I ever won, I wore those underwear. So this is, this is very gross, but the, so at Louisville, when we were younger, you had to, you made the prelim on Wednesday night. And if you made the top 10, you showed again Thursday morning. Well, obviously I have a debacle if I had to wear these underwear to get me there. So I would wear a pair of other underwear under my Chevron lucky underwear and then the next day, I would wear my Chevron underwear. And I know that we, I don't even know what to say about it because that's disgusting. But I'm serious. I never, I was undefeated in those underwear. And a white shirt. I had to wear a white shirt all the time. That was my thing. Okay, that's it for the episode. Yeah, anyway, so Jenna's going to go shopping because I need to get new clothes because I only wear the ones from the third grade. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I just think, I think it's so cool what different families have, you know, for their superstitions, good God. And, you know, I don't know. I think that sometimes they work. I mean, I believe in it. Oh, I I definitely believe that they work. And I think it's more of a comforting factor. I think that um, that was my biggest thing that I had to learn to do. Do Does, is the color of my pencil actually going to dictate whether I mess a class up or like, is the color, is the underwear that I wear actually going to dictate whether I win showmanship or not? Probably not. It has nothing to do with that and everything to do with my skill, but it's very comforting to know that like you're doing, you're in a similar situation from a previous time that was successful. I think that was my biggest takeaway from it is in superstitions in general, I got to the point, you know, and I know that on down the road, we'll talk about anxiety more that it controlled my, it controlled my life. Like I was so anal about just everything being the same, um, trying to control every factor of my life to guarantee success. And that's where it's not healthy. So I don't want you to please listen to my things. And if you're like, wow, I'm like that, know that we need to tone it back a little bit. You need to let go of some things. Um, and that it's, you can't control it all. I think that's my biggest takeaway. Like you can be superstitious. You can have things that, that, you know, you know, work for you, but the minute you let it control you and, and control that, like your mindset about stuff is the minute it's gone too far. I think sometimes it can almost be kind of disabling in the sense of, yeah. In the sense of just getting so overwhelmed with trying to make sure that everything is a certain way so that you can perform well. You know, I think that sometimes you completely lose sight of the moment. You know, like I, Houston didn't happen this year, uh, got canceled because of that bitch named Rona. 
And I was working up to that. I was so stressed out. My anxiety, like this is, you know, a very much insight into my life, but like I straight up had a panic attack in the shower because of the Houston judging contest. And it wasn't that I was, I, I, you know, it was just everything. It wasn't that I doubted my ability to do it. It was that I was nervous. Not everything was in line like it should be. Like I didn't have the right feeling about it. And what was I going to do to change that? How was my, my superstitions, the feelings that I have that everything's going to work out perfectly weren't there. Obviously it was probably because it never was going to happen, but in the grand scheme of things, but during the time I just didn't enjoy the moment, you know, like I was so worked up and my anxiety and just stress levels were at an all time high trying to perfect everything to be successful and to win that contest. And like, that was the last week of, of me being at Lakeland gone. And, and I regret that all the time is, you know, and this is a different episode or it still even stems off of it. We have to enjoy the, mo- the moment more. I think we're always so like, go, 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 go next on to the next on to the next. And we don't realize the time that we're wasting that we're never going to get back because we're so focused on being successful and trying to have our hand on everything. Yeah. And we've said it before and I'll continue to say it again, just the very second that you start making those plans and are like 100% positive that they're going to work, be aware that something is going to come up and they're not going to go exactly as planned. And I know this, you know, sort of relates, but not really, but I think it's something that so many people need to hear just, and I'm not saying to not make any plans or anything like that, but, you know, just have room Yeah, just to know that things might change a little bit between now and then. No, I can't, I I can't agree with that anymore. Because, and I know that this is kind of about superstitions. But at the same time, I think it goes superstitions go hand in hand with like, an expected versus, uh, like reality of your outcomes and stuff. Just because, you know, Todd found a penny doesn't mean he still got his ass kicked. You know, like, don't, right. don't think that that's my biggest thing too, is I could be like, I woke up, you know, that morning of a judging contest, Kansas city, for example, woke up. I, th- I felt halfway good about myself and I might as well have, I might as well have judged for Helen Keller. Like I was, I messed it up. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, like I laugh about it now, but like, that's the thing too, is sometimes you can have this feeling that, yeah, it's right. And it's not going to work out. So then what do you do? Like, personally, that was the start of kind of a downhill battle for me. Uh, I didn't control it well. And so don't let that happen. You know, like you said, Maddie, you have to have wiggle room. You have to have room for things to errors to occur, things to not go as planned, and you not completely lose your shit. Yeah, when be prepared for plans to fail. Be prepared for your expectations, maybe sometimes not to be met. And this is so raw XD. <laughs> we were talking about how we're not going to be raw XD. We're like, please don't ever plan anything because it's not actually going to happen. You guys are all losers and stuff. That's not Take what that we're getting. Take that schedule book <laughs> that you have and throw it in the trash. That's not what we're getting at. Um, but what I'm, what we're trying to say is, from our experience, uh, me personally, and and I know I've been trying to transparent with just kind of like me going through some stuff you got to learn to let go. I am such a controlling, 
um, person who loves to have my hand on everything and loves to just know the outcome. I hate, I hate waiting. I hate knowing that like, I'm not going to know what job I'm going to have. It drives me absolutely crazy, but that's life. Like we got to enjoy life. And I find myself sometimes not enjoying things because I'm so worried about what's next. And I think that's what goes with, you know, just superstitions and getting yourself worked up before a show. You're so worried about the outcome. You forget to enjoy the moment. And, And that's so wrong. We need to, we need to do a better job as an industry and just as people in general, not even involved in livestock of reversing that, enjoying the moment and being okay with whatever outcome comes. Take it day by day. Literally. And just that's if like, all else fails, make yourself a cobbler and get drunk. Works. For that's me. like the best advice that Jenna has ever given me or anyone really, I personally think, but just taking things day by day and just kind of taking life as it comes. Yeah. And, and I'm very bad about, um, kind of just putting everything on one day. Like I try to, every night before I go to bed, I try to make, uh, write out like a to-do list and that's things that need done the night, you know, the next day. So that way it's all out of my head. And when I go and lay down in bed, I don't sit there and think about it or worry about it. Now, is that good for me in the morning when I look down and there's a bunch of stuff? Probably not, but it clears my head at night. So it's, you know, a constant battle, but thinking like, okay, this needs done. This is something that I need to focus on now. And do I need to start like worrying myself about a job today or probably in the next two weeks? Absolutely not. Like pick a day, pick a time. That's when you worry about it. That's something that I had to learn. Like, you know, at September 25th for two hours, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look at my resume and I'm going to figure out how to get like what job I want. If I can make that time and I can schedule it, because you know, you're talking to, or the keeper pens, like two OCD queens. Um, you, If you can do that and get it off your mind, that way you know that it's coming up and that you're not just pushing it away, but you're not constantly worrying about it. I think that's, a, that's like some good advice or something that's worked for me. And not that it works for everybody, but um, I found that helps me a lot. And one thing like that I like to remind anyone who's just going through it, you know, it's fine to be upset and to get overwhelmed, plan that out, give yourself an hour or 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to lose your shit and lose it. (laughs) Yep. To lose it, you know, whatever you need to do in that 30 minutes. But as soon as that timer is up, you're done. That's all you get. Yep. And don't push it off. Don't push it off. Don't let it build up. Don't throw it under the rug and just keep pushing the rug under it. Cause then it's literally going to explode and it's going to be way worse if you just address it. And that's not to say to freak out about everything all the time, but you know, the other day I straight up lost my shit. I mean, lost it. Um, and I gave, you know, like you said, I was like an hour. I looked in the mirror and I was like, all right, I have the biggest bags under my eyes. I look like someone just hit me with a car, like it's time to fix myself. This is embarrassing. And then all of a sudden I wasn't necessarily better, but it was out there and I felt a weight off my chest. And that's sometimes just what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, now that we're talking about how to deal with stress and stuff and, and still not to just ramble and go off topic, but back to like our cool stories um, and superstitions, this is like 
one of my favorite stories to tell ever. And so you got to stick with me. Um, but it, it, it's a feel good moment. Um, and we're big, you know, we don't talk about God or, or try to push religion down anyone's throat um, on this podcast, but we, I, I'm, I'm very much uh, try to serve God and do the best that I can every day. And it's, this is just a really cool story about how he was there. So, so I want you to let you know when you're talking about, we were talking about stress and stuff like God's working. And so he's there and um, don't ever forget that. But uh, what year was it? 2017, maybe. Right. Was that the year that Liv had snuggles? Oh, I think so. Yeah, it was 2017. Yeah, 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 it was. So I had this York Barrow. His name was Scooter. I'm sure if you followed me on Instagram um, or in, anywhere, like I was obsessed with him. Like it was actually unhealthy. Like it was one of those pigs, one of those animals that you just know is going to not even turn out, but have like a lifelong bond with. And so anyway, um, we got him during CPS and I came home and or actually my dad sent me a picture of him and he was walking him and he said, this is the one. And I was like, Oh, whatever. We've said that a million times. So I get home and I look at this thing and he's like, badass. He's a very good pig. And so I knew that we had like a shot, not probably for land of Lincoln, but, um, which in Illinois, pretty much the land of Lincoln deal is champion purebred and they have to be raised in the state of Illinois. So he was, and, um, that's kind of the, the big purebred show or things that you want to do. So, um, anyway, we took him to my County fair, he won my County fair, whatever, took this badass picture. And I like, remember just kept, I kept staring at it. I was like, this pig's really good. Like we could have a shot for state fair. Well, one day we were in a barn, we were cleaning pens and, um, the song unforgettable by Thomas Rhett came on and this pig literally went batshit crazy. I'm talking was bouncing off the walls, rolling around, like jumping on the gate, like the whole song. And Allie looked at me and she's like, damn, Scooter likes Thomas Rhett. We just joked about it, whatever. Any jackpot show, even till state fair when we pulled out of the driveway, that song played. And so it all ties together and it's crazy in the end. But so I want, you know, the, that song played and he was obsessed with it. We considered that scooter song. Well, the better, like the, the further we got to state fair, the more he progressed, he won some jackpots. I realized, you know, what I had in the barn, the fact that we could do this and, you know, I could get him, we could win, you know, that land Lincoln deal. And so I, my anxiety was through the roof. I mean, absolutely through the roof. Um, cry, went to go get feed one day, cried in my car, would wake up at 6 a.m. to sit there and watch the barrel eat. You name it. If it was psycho, I was on it because I was so worried about the outcome, as we've previously talked about. And so one day I had prayed and I was, I was, you know, constantly praying that, you know, we'd have this opportunity that, that God didn't put this barrel in this barn for no reason. And that, you know, we could finally do it. And so one day I went to take a shower and I was showering and I felt something hit my head and I looked down and it's a heads up penny. And I was like, what the hell? How did that get in there? Cause the, the way my, the way the shower is set up, like it's not like it could just fall off of anything. It's got like an open thing. And, and I know I'm getting very descriptive on my shower, but basically what I'm trying to get at, so there's no way that it could just have dropped in there. Like 
God did it. Some, some, some power bigger than I am did it. So I remember just getting out and like leaving it there. And I was so shook if I don't even know if that's a word, but it's like, why did this hit me? So I picked it up. Did you just say shook if? Shook if, yes. Um, okay. Trademark it. Um, but anyway, so I just like looked at it, went upstairs and sat next, like had it in my hand, sat next to, uh, sat on my bedside table and was like looking at it. And then I was like, that was the same day I went to go get feed and were like cried. Um, and so I Googled pennies, like meaning of pennies. And then if you know anything about a penny, you know, that right across the top of it, it says in God, we trust. And so not only that, but the year on that penny was 2014 and Scooter's ear notch was two dash 14. No, not his ear notch. The day he was born. I'm sorry. The day he was born was um, February 14th. And so um, I was like, holy shit. And I swear if I found one 2014 penny from then to the day I showed at State Fair, I found 75. They were everywhere. So fast forward, I finally came to the realization that it's under God's control. Scooter was reserved at State Fair in the Land of Lincoln deal. The penny was in my left boot the day um, that we shipped him, or not the day that we shipped him, sorry, the day that he showed, but the day that we shipped him, we all walk out to the barn as a family. I go and open his pen up and the song Unforgettable plays. And um, it's just like very weird. And not only that, but if you've ever listened to the song, um, the first word is, says the 14th of October. So just that number like 14 and it all connects and it's really weird. And I know that I could, you could be listening to this and be like, she's so reading too far into this, but whatever it was, it saved me and it saved my anxiety because just knowing that there's somebody else watching over you. Um, and that penny, I, and now I, I base every, my whole life off of a penny. If I find a penny, I know God's with me and, and all the time. And so, yeah, that's my cool story. I love it. No, it was, it was really cool. And like I said, I just know more than anything that it was God and it just took all the stress away from it. Even if, you know, we could have gotten beat and I probably wouldn't have been very happy, but, um, I think it's important. Still the way everything happened. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of changed my life and changed my perspective on things because, uh, I, the the day before the Denver judging contest, I found a a penny in the bathroom, 2014 penny and I was third. So what about yours? You have a cool one when you won Expo. The problem is my memory is so bad. All I remember is, was it the year before? Yeah, I think it was. I showed, so um, shout out to my Ogie Bear. Uh, Him and I have this really cool special bond. Yeah. So him and I have been you know, exceptionally close since I was really young. I don't know what it was about him, but, you know, maybe his weird ass self and, you know, my weird ass self just got along well. But I showed a Duroc from him. And when I was walking him out in the yard, I had this butterfly land on him. So I grabbed the butterfly because I thought it was super pretty. And okay, hopefully no animal rights activists are watching at this point because (laughs) I took it and I froze it. (laughs) <laughs> you are so, so weird about stuff like that 
Yeah. So I took it and I froze it. And because I actually learned that that's a really good way of preserving bugs when I was in my high school biology class. So I preserved this butterfly and I kept it from what would that have been like July of one year until May of the next year, no June of the next year. And I had that in my pocket when I won expo with my hand gill in 2015. So and a butterfly th- landed on you that day. Yeah. So like and only, we have, yeah. yeah, we have like a picture of it. Um, we were really fortunate to have, you know, a family friend there that got pictures all done of that day. And we never expected anything like that to happen. So we have all sorts of pictures. So if you're really intrigued, there's, there's pictures of the butterfly and like double digits. We had a couple double digits that happened during that trip. So just pretty cool. No, it's it's so cool. And I know that some people like I remember explaining my penny story one time. And they're like, what do you mean? You're reading into this you're making and I was like, no, like, just let me have my moment. Damn it. Like, just, <laughs> like, I don't even care. I was last in class. Just let me have my time. And that's what I think that, you know, until until you're in a moment like that, or until you're in a situation, it's really hard to like connect or anything like that to it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you just kind of gotta, you gotta let each group of people just have their thing. No, I agree with that. And it's, but you know, and just whole in summary, can't stress enough to just enjoy the moment. Enjoy you know, enjoy that time showing, judging, working, you know, just, it's always, we're always so worked up about what it's going to, like we've said all day, the outcome and what that's going to be, but like, who cares? I can't even tell you, like, I can't even honestly tell you, um, I can't even remember Grand Drive. Like, I was so worried about what the thing was. I didn't even stop to look around and see that I finally made it. Like, you know, there's a lot of kids who show and never make it to the Coliseum of the Illinois State Fair. And I don't even, I I just didn't even appreciate that time because I was so worried about how I was going to do. Yep. So. Yeah. But. Did you, you know, we dropped some hoodies today, guys. I know that we did. And I was so excited to see if there were crew necks. I don't know if it's my old age or something catching up to me, but <laughs> the crew necks have been my thing lately. I love a good crew neck. I actually love a good 9X sweatshirt. We should start selling them. Like, oh my God. Wouldn't that be incredible? You know what? Like, and to think about the fact that you all made fun of me for years for wearing like, 2x stuff like old stuff that Todd doesn't oh god I just threw him under the bus (laughs) I'm sorry dad (laughs) okay you know anyway some you know I'm just definitely they were all smalls Todd only wears smalls yeah the extra smalls that didn't fit him anymore Mm -hmm. Um, after he goes on his run and drinks his protein shakes yeah, he still wears two X's, guys. Don't worry. He's, <laughs> he, you know, I don't want you guys to think anything else of him, but my mom dries stuff with flames, basically, and it shrinks <laughs> everything. So that's, that's the main reason. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, um, but the Wandering Maverick, you know, we've always, if you haven't listened, 
it used the code TKP10, right? Or the Keeper Pen 10. One of the two. Just try it until it works, pretty much. <laughs> um, and get your sweatshirts because, you know, it is – I'm in Texas, and it was 85 today, and I was chilly. It's like 50 here in Iowa. I know. I can't deal with this rain anymore. Also, what's happening in this world, like, Mother Nature is straight up, like, who hurt her? Like, who hurt her? She is being a little bitch. Yeah, so my dad, he's, this is his really busy time of year, and he's traveling around, and, oh, God, I have to tell the funniest story. Are you ready? Yeah, I go. Okay, it's not going to last very long, guys, but you're going to laugh at this. So a couple weekends ago, my dad and Brandon stopped in Des Moines and we're eating lunch and Choate just happened to be driving through. So he met them too. And halfway through eating, my dad got this text message and he was like, hope you're enjoying your pie, fatty. And my dad's like, what the hell? So my dad's like looking for the person who sent this message and he's not seeing anyone that he recognizes in this whole restaurant. Well, then Chase, my dad gets home for a little while and Chase is like, hey, did you enjoy the machine shed? And my dad's like, what the hell? Like, how do all these people know that I was eating here? And Chase is like, look at this Snapchat. Well, someone my dad doesn't even know was in the restaurant and they took a picture through like this picket fence. Like you can see, you can see this fence. And they're like zooming through the fence, taking a picture of my dad and Brandon and Choate sitting there. And the only caption was machine shed, Des Moines, Iowa. Oh my God. So my dad is like <laughs> so tweaked that someone is following him. Yeah. So he is really freaking out. So if that's you, you know, just bring yourself forward and admit that you're the one that's stalking him <laughs> because he is like so frightened. Like, you know, we have had a alarm system in our house since I was a little girl and I can count on one hand the amount of times that it's been set. My dad was like, please turn on the alarm tonight. He was, he's kind of kidding, but kind of not. So anyways, so that was him is going to fight them off. Like, I want to know who he, I want to know who it is. Well, you know that he won't be. I mean, you're talking about the guy that it was, we were in um, Huntington for a show like last year or the year before that. And all the fire alarms were going off in the middle of the night, which speaking of Jen and I have a lot of experience with. Mm -hmm. So of course, like Chase and I and my sister were in one room. And so we ran outside and we, look my dad left the left the sliding glass curtain open in his room and so we were like peering into his bedroom and he was just laying there while the alarms were going off and why while like firefighters were going through each room like making sure that people had <laughs> evacuated well they're gonna have a rude awakening when they pull back the covers and that I don't even know pops out of there how many, don't we always joke about that he's, how he's like twins? He's pregnant with twins. Yeah, so he's pregnant with something. I don't know. <laughs> he did go on a keto diet for a little while this summer, but you know, if he ever finds out that I'm sitting here just 
Uh, <laughs> you know what I when you were saying he was in bed and only I think some OG people who shared with us when we were younger, the picture of him and Eric Fugate shirtless in the hotel bed together. Yes, snuggling in bed. I do remember that thing ever. That was so funny. That might have to resurface and be posted at some to. point. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, enough about Todd Caldwell's gut. <laughs> no he's he's gonna hate me but it's okay he already Mm -hmm. tells us every day that the will is being handed down to tyler our dog so you know what it's fine what do i have to lose (laughs) nothing like tyler does run that house but yeah so superstitions we kind of want to hear some other people so send those in the dms like something that you're also crazy about because maddie and i are lunatics i've been singing everything recently and i don't i'm not liking it yeah i don't know how i feel i'm not very good at it but it makes everything better but yo send us your dms about your superstitions remember not to stress about everything god's got you know his hand on it and um don't stop todd caldwell at the machine shed Mm-hmm. We will find you. And we will kill you. Okay. XOXO, <laughs> we love you. We love you guys. Deuces. Guten Tag. <laughs>